Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Canadian History X. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash Canada EHX. Every dollar you give helps keep all of this going. You can also donate to the podcast by going to CanadaEHX.com and clicking donate. Don't forget, I have two other podcasts out there, Pucks and Cups and From John to Justin, which release every single week. Today, I'm speaking with Bruce Witte. Bruce has been working in Vancouver's film and television industry for over two decades. He has extensive experience in production from development to full technical delivery, with an emphasis on business affairs and provincial and international co-productions. He's made many different films, including How to Be a Wild Elephant for CBC, The Secret of Owls also for CBC, the animated series Wishfart, and Wild Seasons. And recently, he's released America's Wild Border, Northern Exposure, which is available on the Smithsonian Channel. So, let's get right to my interview with Bruce. What got you into producing film and and television uh, programs and and, uh, essentially just film and television production? Well, uh, I guess many years ago, um, there was a, um, a, a sort of a guerrilla documentary movement that involved the, uh, the advent of the Sony Mavicam camera. Mm-hmm. You're probably too young to remember. Um, but there, there was quite a few local people that, that were, um, started making documentaries, um, like uh, people like Lynn Booth, Jill Sharkmark, Akbar, um, he's part of the corporation. And uh, so um, I was coming out of business school and I, my, uh, um, I was a musician as well, but um, I needed to get, I uh, had a child and had to get serious about some kind of career moves. So um, I saw this thing going on. And so I was able to apply my business skills to the industry. So, and then it, it just evolved from there. Nice. Uh, what kind of fo- got you focusing on nature uh, productions? Nature, um, you know, I've worked on all kinds of documentary, you know, human interest, uh, true crime. Um, it, it wasn't necessarily um, uh, something I meant to focus on, but um, what happened was um, there's a, um, my partner on the nature films, or most of the nature films, um, Jeff Morales, um, he worked at Nat Geo for 15 years or so. So he brought his, he's, a, he's an amazing um, uh, director of photography and director and writer. And so we combined our skills to um, 
to uh, pitch these nature shows and we we got a couple of them off the ground. So that's how that evolved. And also Lynn Booth, who I worked for for many years, mm -hmm. she was doing some nature things episodes and other nature documentaries as well. So um, I guess it's just part of the mix, really. You have uh, America's Wild Border coming out on Love Nature. Um, so how, how did that come about? Tell me a bit about it. Um, well, what happened was initially this was this was the first series I did with um, Jeff Morales was called uh, America's Wild Seasons, and that was a four-parter following the four seasons of America. <laughs> and um, so, America's Borderlands is it's a follow-up to that series, um, okay. and this time it's it's about the borders. So the first installment is the North, and we hope to do the South. Um, we're developing that that portion right now. Um, getting down to the south right now isn't going to be easy. Mm -hmm. So we hope to be in production on that one by next year. Uh, what were some of the challenges that you kind of faced with uh, putting together Wild Borders, uh, at least the northern border one? The northern border? Um, it was this one went quite smoothly actually because um, we did most of the filming ourselves. Where in in, in uh, America's Wild Seasons, we had a collection of cinematographers spread across the country. So in terms of integrating all the different shoots into one cohesive film, was was difficult. Where this one, we had more control over the filming. So um, actually, it, it went very smoothly because things can go very wrong or not happen at all with these shows, um, <laughs> with these uh, history documentaries. Mm -hmm. So um, we're really fortunate that all these shoots went very smoothly, except for, um, I think there's some problems with the moose, uh, the weather spiked and the moose disappeared, um, but we finally got that one done. So um, overall, this one went very smoothly. Um We've always kind of had nature documentaries, you know, going back, Disney was making them decades ago, but do you feel like they're yeah. especially important today uh, for us to learn more about the natural world around us, considering things that we're dealing with like climate change? Um, yes, definitely. Um, I, the one thing is that, that I mean, there, there's with natural history, there's basically the BBC and then everybody else so um, and their budgets are so huge that it's hard to compete in that space, um, you know, at the level of planet Earth or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, however, um, in, in making the, these these um, uh, it's blue chip documentary, which means there's no humans in them, which is wild seasons. Uh, wild Borders has some humans, but they're they're treated in a blue chip manner and that they don't speak to the screen. Um, is that it's amazing how much you learn about nature that that you don't there's always new ground to cover but um in terms of um uh, educating people i think that the blue chip often is it's it's more observational in a survey rather than enlightening people to the challenges um, you know, whether it be due to, you know, humans or um, the environment and so forth. So I think that there could be more of that to educate the public. You can't also you can't be bumming people out um, uh, 
with with all the problems as well though so yeah help answer your it did um i forget what it was but it was one of the david attenborough ones and it was yeah. it was it really bumped me out for like a week afterwards i was yeah yeah <laughs> so... yeah you can burn really quick with the doom and gloom um, yeah. yeah i was really intrigued by uh yeah, I was really intrigued by the by the secret life of owls. Uh, can you tell me a bit about uh, that? That was Lynn, and then yeah, then she produced it for Nature Things. That was with Neil Reddick. Mm -hmm. um, he's um, from Wisconsin, and uh, he's a friend of Jeff Morales as well. He's like a, another Emmy Award winning cinematographer. Um, so they brought it to Lynn, and then yeah, and then she um, pitched it to CBC, and uh, that's how that evolved. And uh, and they have a, a the owl that is is in the in the film that's um Neil Reddick and Laura um, Johnson they're they're um, uh, naturists and and that is that that's the subject of that film. Okay. And um, you had um, mentioned uh, you have coming up next year you want to focus on the southern border kind of depending on what happens with COVID nineteen. Uh, what are some other things that you've kind of got in the works? Uh, 2021 and beyond uh, kind of when hopefully things get back to normal somewhat well, um that that co-production um that that we did with cineflix and tailsmith takea lone wolf um have you seen it it's i have not no it's, oh it's it's on it's a cbc nature of things episode as well but it's also on bbc and rt and it's it's really resounded with people around the world um and um uh, <clears throat> after we finished that film uh, Takeo was actually killed by a hunter. Oh. Um, so we will, we're working on doing Takeo 2, which will take it from where that film ends and then, and then what happened um, to Takeo the wolf after that. Um, okay. Yeah. As well as I'm also working on um, developing a, 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 a nature show about the West Coast and sort of a survey of, of the species along the coast. Um, and and to follow along and, and just check in, you know, and it could be a repeating series that way. Um, some some species are doing really well, like you take the killer whales right now, um, and the pods have been growing, and things other things are not doing so well. And um, with the pipeline going in, and what effect that's going to have on species and that kind of thing. So that's another project that I'm working on. You did mention the southern border uh, kind of being impacted by COVID. How is COVID, uh, how is COVID impacting what you do uh, in putting together and producing uh, these nature films and, and shows? Um, our crews are small and we can stay distant and or within a bubble um, with the small crews. My concern um, would be travel and well, we can't travel right now. So that would be the biggest hurdle. Um, there's a, a, a insurance was a big problem for a while. Um, the, the Canada Media Fund has started a program though that they will cover insurance for Canadian productions due to COVID um, because the only insurance available was out of the US and it was mm -hmm. very, very expensive. Um, so I guess what we're hoping for, we're gonna need to film in Canada for now. Mm -hmm. um, and as far as nature goes, that isn't a big problem. We just got to find out what shows are going to work. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, the West Coast yeah. uh, show that you're working on is kind of perfect because you don't have to really go too far for that one. Yeah, and maybe we could we could use the boat to get down there. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and we got right? plenty of nature, so. so. <laughs> and, and, and it's just the flying crews and going through airports and that kind of mm -hmm. thing. I, I'm pretty nervous about that. And we can't even do that right now anyway, right? Yeah, so. absolutely. And then uh, just the last question, if people uh, are interested in America's Wild Border, uh, if interested in any of the other productions that you've uh, had or done, if they want to get in touch with you, anything like that, uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook, anything. Oh, sure. Um, it's mbmtv.ca and um, all our contact information is there. Um, they can for sure get a hold of us. Um, uh, those shows are airing on Love Nature in um, the, on the Terrestrial Channel in Canada and, and streaming around the world on Love Nature as well. Um, and Smithsonian in the USA. And Takea is on CBC Gem. And Love Nature has a, 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 um, a free subscription right now. I think it's 30 or 60 day subscription going on that people can sign up for. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Bruce Witte. And if you did, please leave a rating and review. If you like, you can email me at craig at canadaehx.com. You can visit my website where you'll find hundreds of articles on Canada's history as well as all my podcast episodes. Just go to CanadaEHX.com. And again, you can support the podcast for as little as $3 a month. Just go to Patreon.com slash CanadaEHX. Just like all of these wonderful patrons have. And I apologize if I mispronounce any names. Diane Wade, Lori Ann Kirby, Gary Dolovich, Nick Zinri, Pamela Elder, Shannon Marshall, Clinton Martinez, Dimitri Chauve, Aaron O'Hara Myers, Robert Dunseith, Todd Casey, Catherine Rawa, Luke S., Vic Hedges, J.P. Bear, Jason Hall, Phil Maynard, Spencer M., and Iris Gray. As well, you can find me on Facebook. Just search for Canadian History X. Remember, that's E-H-X. I'm on Twitter. My handle is Craig Baird, C-R-A-I-G-B-A-I-R-D. And don't forget, you can find me on Instagram. Just search for Bairdo37. Thanks, and we'll see you again next time.